At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is 105.9 The Radiator, The Rocket Shop. Um, I'm your host, Tom Proxer, and with me now is Jesse Taylor and Jesse Taylor's awesome band. Yeah. Hello, how's it going, guys? Great, how are you? I'm pretty well. Welcome back, by the way. Thanks. Um, we'll get to where you've been and what you've been doing in a minute, but first of all, do you want to play uh, your opening song? Yeah. <laughs> opener what was that song called that's called adore you adore you well uh great way to open the uh open the show for us or at least open your portion of the show for us um 
you came on, I believe, in t- mid, about this time last year. Yep. And I think back then I asked you if you were ever going to think of collaborating or, or start a band, and it seems like you've gone away and done that. Here so, we are. Uh, <laughs> tell me what's been going on in the last year. Um, so I formed a band like pretty soon after that, hmm. um, and it's none of these people. Um, as bands go um, life happens Um, but yeah it's just once I started playing with other people and hearing the songs with drums I was like this is really awesome and I definitely want to keep doing that and then I recorded an EP last November at Robot Dog all the dogs Mm -hmm. Um, seems to be a theme of today yeah for sure Um, and yeah I recorded that with some friends who were kind of around and then they were moving and then after that got released it was nice to have to be like, oh, here's these five songs if you like the music and whatever. I ended up finding these awesome people, and yeah, we've been playing together since October. Um, Nick's newest member, he just joined in March, and it's been great to go from trio to four-piece band. A quad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure that's not what it's called. (laughs) Um, So you say you just kind of found them. I'm guessing it wasn't just like on the streets or whatever. No. um, Any stories behind? Gabby and I actually um, work at Girls Rock Camp. That's Mm -hmm. how I kind of met Gabby a couple years, a couple summers ago. And my bass player moved, and I was kind of like, you want to play bass in my band? And she was like, yeah. And that ended up working out. Matt, I found good old Craigslist. He was like, drummer, available. Like, I haven't played in a band in a while. Um, So that ended up working out. And then him and Nick had played together previously in another band. So he was like, oh, my buddy Nick, if you're looking for a guitar player. And then it all just kind of pieced together. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, you said you, uh, you came out of an EP uh, at the end of last year or, or fall last year. How was that received? Uh, what was the recording process like? Uh, as, you, as you said, you, you recorded it relatively locally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just tell me a little bit about you know that process and that experience for you. Um, it was a little, I wouldn't say it was like super rushed, but I kind of was like, I want to do this. I want to get some music out there. Now I have a band. It's hard to kind of book shows when you don't have a lot of mm-hmm. material and stuff. So I kind of just picked five songs and... Yeah, we recorded them all live, and then kind of, I went back and I was playing acoustic at the time still, so it, the lineup was acoustic, electric, bass, and drums. Mm-hmm. So we did it all live, just did scratch tracks with the guitar and vocals, and then kind of went back and overdubbed it all. And it's on Spotify and Bandcamp and all the places. I'd say it was quasi well received. Next time, I definitely want to have like some help with marketing and mm. promo and all that stuff. <laughs> it's kind of a classic kind of first EP. Yeah, You're yeah. Going, going in blindly. Get something out there. Right. Yeah, as little money as possible, <laughs> <laughs> but still sound good. Yeah. Well, it seemed to well, at least it's worked out, and you know you've kind of gone for that. You've you've taken that next step, and then probably the next step after that. So I'll be very interested to see what happens uh, in the future. Is, is um, I believe you've got another EP, or you plan to release another EP soon. So yeah, yeah. tell me a little bit about this process and. Now we've got the band, how are your songs changing? And, uh, uh, you know, were these wonderful people influencing, you know, where the direction your music's going? Um, yeah, so we actually just had a conference call today with another, can you believe, another dog, Plaid Dog recording <laughs> studio in Boston. They were doing this, like, talent search or whatever. Basically, it's um, 
a really cool thing they have. It's the only studio in the country that's fully run on crowdsourcing. Mm -hmm. So they, if they like your music, they kind of help you. You make a network list of all these people who you reach out to when you do do the crowdsourcing campaign and kind of all those things that I was saying I need help with. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a really great thing because you get to keep 100% rights to your music and all that. So we're like kind of in the beginning stages of like now we know five songs, what our budget is. We kind of have to collaborate and pick which songs we want to do, what we want to do as the single and kind of like all the nitty gritty, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, looking super forward to that. These guys have been great. Um, I usually like write the songs or have an idea of kind of the song and then we'll need to like work on the structure. So I'll just bring them to practice and be like, let's just like jam on these four chords for a while, see what happens. I'll be like, oh, Matt, that was a really cool jump part. Let's try that. Or um, I feel like they really complement the music. And yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's a question. So you come from being a solo artist, you know, to having, well, this is the, the second iteration of the band. Um, how's that been in terms of practicing? It's not like you're something you can kind of just sit in your bedroom and strum along and do yourself anymore. It's something that has to be a lot more organized. You said you've got conference calls going on. How's that affected the, you know, the, the way that you're looking at the music? It definitely seems like more real, I guess. Um, and talking to people about like pre-pledging for our campaign, I'm like, it's really all happening, and these people like want to play my music. I feel like as a solo artist, you kind of can just yeah play in a room and get super dowdy and like, whatever. I'm just playing for me. You kind mm -hmm. of have to just um, show up. It's been kind of motivating for me. If I have a new song, I'm like, oh, I'll bring it to practice next week, and we can work through it and see if we like it or don't like it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd love to hear another song. Yeah. What have you got for us? Um, this is called Losses Ever. I wrote it probably last June, and just, yeah, we just kind of started playing it a few months ago, so, right. yeah.
by Jesse Taylor. Um, so you do call yourself Honest Rock. So first question, what is Honest Rock? I don't know. I got sick of people asking what it is, and I never know how to describe it. I'm like, it's rock. Uh, a lot of people say it's lyrically driven, so I say it's honest rock, I guess, based on experiences and whatever. And so, well, uh, as is honest and is, you know, you're, dra you're drawing from personal experiences, how is bringing, you know, your, your personal experience to, to a group? And how, how did that feel? Is in, you know, kind of takes something relatively close to your heart and, you know, being vulnerable and sharing it with other people in a way that's not like an audience artist right. kind of way. Um, it's great. I mean, I've realized, like, I need to express myself or else I will lose my crap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can I swear on the radio? I don't no. know. <laughs> I, I think the C word's fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> One of the C words. No, I paused, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I won't say the other word. But, no, it's, it's great. It's really important um, for me to be vulnerable and talk about stuff that's going on for me I've realized whether it be musically or person to person mm -hmm. or yeah um and you know you you take inspiration from daily life and um uh you mentioned in your bio that a, a lot comes from like bakery and yeah so tell me a little bit about that what is it what is da daily life for Jesse Taylor and uh when you are writing you know what's your process um my process is mostly stream of consciousness so I'll kind of like have an idea like that last song it was from like say the house sitting series maybe one day i'll have a whole ep of songs that i write at mm. other people's houses because that's one of my like side um gigs that i do but i guess to backtrack um i did the food service thing for a decade and i feel like i just kept putting myself through all of these jobs and being like this is what i should do and then all my friends were going to college and i was like i'm gonna go to dental hygiene school and get a degree because i'll make good money and that's what mm -hmm. i should do and blah 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 um, so I kind of feel like I tried to do all of those things and I've just realized that this is really important. Um, I lost my train of thought where I was going with that because I was like backtracking <laughs> to daily life bakery. Well, yes. Yeah, so you, you do mention, you said you work in a bakery now? Or no, I don't. I do not. I used to. <laughs> you said with a thousand yards there. <laughs> Hard no. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of, um, I teach yoga, play music, babysit kind of trying the self-employed lifestyle this year since I've seen you last pretty much. That's so, good. Yeah, it's I've, been uh, great. I've got quite a few friends that live that kind of like hustle lifestyle where it's, you yeah. know, a few dog walkings here and a few house sittings yeah. there and uh, actually a day at a bakery and that kind of thing. Yeah, you know? it's much better for my brain that I realize that I'm like one 40-hour a week because then I feel like if I do have song ideas and that kind of stuff, I feel like... I'm being like not taken away from that, but I don't know. It's hard for me to be my true self, and I feel like I've realized that's what is most important. So I don't want to be a place where I feel like I can't do that. <laughs> I can very much understand. Um, and so you know, when these ideas, you say it's a stream of consciousness. Is it uh, literally walking down the street, and suddenly you've got this idea, you need to write it, or is it you have that kind of personal space where you you go and you collect your thoughts and you you let them all flow onto the paper. Kind of both. Like, oftentimes if I'm just walking down the street, maybe it'll be, like, a line or something, and I'll pull out my phone and, like, voice audio record or just, like, type it in the notes or whatever. Other times I will be at home and kind of pick up my guitar and just kind of, you know, be like, what am I feeling right now? And kind of go from there. Um, oftentimes, like, the whole song, like that last song, Losses Ever, I just recorded and it kind of came out and I went back, listened to the lyrics, wrote them mm -hmm. down, and then kind of figured out the structure when I brought it to the band, like, instrumentally what we wanted to do. Um, 
But I guess it varies. I mean, if I want to like be like, I'm gonna sit down and write a song about this, I could. But it's it feels more authentic when it's right. needs to come out or whatever. Um, and your your music career began in 2015. Is that when you came up to Burlington? No, I actually came up to Burlington in 2012. 20, okay. Yeah, I didn't really play music before. I mean, I've always kind of sung in chorus, and mm-hmm. my dad's always been trying to get me to play guitar. Um, actually, that first song. Adore You, I wrote on my dad's ovation before I had a guitar. I kind of would just pick up his guitar at home and before I knew that I, that was a thing, that I could write songs, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find you still taking songs from, from when you kind of started beginning songwriting and, and uh, refitting them with the, the stylistic kind of uh, place you're in now? Yeah. Or once they're done, they're done and you kind of leave it at that? Um, some of them, it's hard to, like, go back into the place I was when I wrote them, but, like, Adore You was cool because it was kind of just the verses, um, and then, like, later on, I added that intro part to kind of, like, add more to whatever the vibe is now, Mm -hmm. um, so it seems more relative. Do any of the songs that you kind of do go back to, do do they, like, change perspective in terms of where you were when you wrote them and, and how you're feeling about them now, or, you know, maybe being a bit more immature or in a different place? I actually wrote some of my first few, like, batch of songs, I guess I'll say. It was on piano. I kind of started, like, writing that way. I would just sit at the piano and, like, see what would come out. Um, so those songs, like, feel funny because, uh, I don't know, they were just the first songs I wrote and I didn't really think about it and my life is just so different now. It was like, yeah, when I thought I was going to go to school and, like, they're just kind of about these, like, mundane things and going through the motions and it's funny. I don't, like, remember sitting down the day I wrote it, you know mm. what I mean? But I'm like... I guess that's where I was then. Right. It's kind yeah. of a, like a living diary. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. It's, and uh, that's why I want to keep getting like, it's nice to have now have some songs recorded. Mm-hmm. And because now some of these songs, I feel like I've been sitting on the shelf for so long. I'm like, I want to, I'm eager to get them out there. Not be done with them, but right. you know, move yeah. on to the next batch. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have a, have the next law kind of uh, tell, tell the, the next chapter of the story. Mm hmm. Um, well, we've got about time for uh, one more song. Before you go, um, please plug away. I did notice that you might be doing a Seven Days Battle of the Band thing. So oh, I yeah. Hear a bit about that. The Grace Potter, Grand Point North. You can nominate us, Jesse Taylor Band, to play at that. would be awesome. There's some amazing bands playing. They do this every year. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram at Jesse Taylor Band, J-E-S-S-E. Um, and what else? we got some shows coming up. We're playing at the Cheese Ball Festival in Northfield on the 20th um and then we're gonna be in plattsburgh on august 3rd playing with the silent mile another local band they're having their ep release over there so that will be fun we've never gone over the lake together have a little band field trip oh, little, little adventure yeah and <laughs> then on the 24th of august we'll be playing um, miku dodds will organize this really cool festival night doll fest it's kind of like a punk festival and all proceeds mm. go to pride center vermont so we're looking forward to that and then hopefully we'll get the ball rolling with the CP like sometime in the fall. And yeah, I'll introduce my people. It's Matt Seacard back there on the drums, Gabby Hall on the bass, and Nick Trice on lead guitar. Yeah. Wonderful. And we'll play a song from um, the EP. So if y'all listening like that, it's on all the places, jessietaylor.bandcamp.com. And then um, it's on Spotify as well. The song's called Like What You See. I'm going to maybe right. tune, though. I guess I could have done that before. <coughs> Yeah. 
by the Jesse Taylor band. Guys, thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having us. Honestly, anytime. And uh, be sure to come back in when the next EP is released. All right. Uh, next week, we got Matthew Mercury and Green Mountain Chamber Music Festival. I love it when these guys come in. It's like having your own personal orchestra come in and play for me and everyone else in the studio. It's brilliant. Um, so stick around for that next Wednesday. Uh, and then I think we may have a bit of a break for a while. But uh, So definitely tune in next Wednesday at 8. This has been 105.9 The Radiator, The Rocket Shop. I have been your host, Tom Proctor, and good night. <laughs>